0: A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now.
1: Welcome back to another episode of... And I'm once more in wonderful, lovely company today. And not on my own. Which is amazing, because I've got the wonderful, lovely V with me. Goes by she and they pronouns. Is an amazing actor and Jedi Knight. Anything else you want to know about her? There's one significant detail that needs to be named Cheese is for life (laughs) And with that I'm introducing her to the podcast Hello V,
0: welcome
1: to this madness
0: (laughs) And thanks for having me on to your podcast I'm very excited and it's very nice to sit directly beside you (laughs) in times of the plague. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Bless for being flatmates. Yeah, I wanted
1: to say I've got the amazing privilege to live with this person as well and have her as my Obi-Wan, basically, because, (laughs) yeah, let's be real here. I'm the Anakin on that part, but we're coming to that later. Please don't kill the younglings. (laughs) Hey, I did great work with Ahsoka, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get cracking and have the
0: spotlight on you. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Who are you? Um, well, I am uh, one of the freaks in, uh, on this uh, strange planet, I suppose. Um, I'm an actor, um, creative by heart, I suppose. I've always uh, created stuff, always, always drawn, written, then I got into cosplay which kind of got me into doing all kinds of weird crafting things like making my own chainmail. Um, occasional um, a writer I suppose because uh, that's the thing I sometimes do um, and I think that's also a good uh, description for me is just Doing things, uh, following your instinct, not really knowing what you do, but knowing enough people to ask for good feedback.
1: But <laughs> that, that's a that's an amazing introduction and like exactly what we want to do here. Um, if you listen to some episodes before, you know that my mission is to, you know, get the truth out of people and make them uncomfortable by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so we'll let's see, see if you manage that. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how that goes. Um. Yeah. Uh. To dive a bit deeper into stuff, um, what does acting and creating mean to you?
0: That's a question that I love and hate, I think, because it's the thing of that you always get asked. I remember in the beginning of drama school, you don't just get to do like some exercises and then you're on your monologues, but you're also like, Why do you want to be an actor? And then you try to like grab some answers out of the air that are like I just love bringing stories to life And you know, everyone says the same shit Because no one really knows what to tell them But I feel like, as I said in my introduction It's just who I am It's just, it's been part of me since I was really young I always had the urge to create something To do something creatively To, as I said, I've I've drawn a lot when I was a kid Then I started writing a lot with like fan fictions and stuff like that then I started cosplay and from that It developed into the thing of You know what, actually I I need this I need this as part of my life and I need this As my way of life So I guess That's a bit of a roundabout answer to just say I feel like creating and acting is just Who I am Nice, nice um, Yeah, it's
1: it's such a Deep topic to To be honest, I think it's also that kind of answer so that can change without the years and stuff like when when it comes to like any kind of art because you like you might start because i don't know you want to like let like, let's skip the stereotypical uh, you want to be in hollywood so and along the way <laughs> you realize your art form is so much bigger than you know just hollywood or just uh, i don't know winning some book
0: prizes or whatever it is it's also the thing of i know that there are obviously there are deep reasons for everything but then again just i mean every one of us was a child that loved to play pretend at some point and acting is just that but it means that you can do it as a grown adult and earn money with it and honestly that's literally the best thing It's just you can play pretend, you can have your tantrums because you have to have them on screen or on stage You can have so much fun with just being someone or something else and just going for it It's just playing
1: Yeah, absolutely Uh, How did your journey into acting start?
0: (laughs) Very roundabout to be honest with a lot of denial Which I feel like is a part of my process of actually getting where I need to be because there was also a lot of denial involved until I got into my current relationship. <laughs> so I feel that's just how I work. It's like years of, no, no, this is not, no, it's just a hobby. I'm not, I'm. it's fine, I do cosplay and then I go study veterinary medicine. And then you notice know, like, oh no, <laughs> I really wanna do that. So yes, basically um, I always thought I wanted to be a vet at some point and I started studying veterinary medicine, um, completely ignoring that even before I started studying, like a year before I already got like the the thought of mm, maybe I want to do something else, maybe I want to do something creative, but then I was like no, you, you wasted years of your life pretending you wanted to do this one thing, so you stay with this now, everything else is just a hobby, it's fine. And then it turned out I was just going uh, to uni um, (laughs) to go to rehearsals for (laughs) the theatre group there. So at some point it was just like, I'm gonna stop studying this anyway, so um, I have nothing to lose. Might as well try um, auditioning for drama schools and that's what I did and here I am. Nice,
1: nice. Um, Yeah, uh, super interesting because I mentioned it before to Hannah Essentially, you can like find the deepest passion that we all have within the roots, even though like there can be denial involved in the process, which is super interesting. So trust your intuition and go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's a
0: thing of it's. I think for me, it also was the thing of if I don't try, I never know, and I think that's worse than just trying and failing because if you if you realize at some point, okay, this. Because that's what people always do with studying like you go study biology for example and then you realize oh actually i don't really see myself in this field so you go and change to something else so why can't you do that with creative jobs or creative um like uh, education you can just try and do that and if you realize one year down the line okay maybe this isn't for me then it isn't but you tried and now you know and i think knowing is so much more valuable than always dreaming about something and never doing it
1: Exactly, and also we live in this society that is so driven about like, you know um, Be successful, fi- become fi- a doctor!
0: <laughs> finish
1: what you start, but essentially like... Because, for example, I started studying, learning languages and stuff and like in the first year I already realized this isn't it like this is like i love languages i love learning languages i'm still learning languages um
0: but it but wasn't not the, what your career was supposed. yeah to be. exactly
1: that that was not the and like that came as a like big you know oh my god you think you have figured it out at the like you just finished high school you you go into the like adult life and then you're so shocked about the reality which is like you might not have figured it out at the age of 17, 18.
0: Um, the secret of adult life. No one really knows what they're doing.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, um, but essentially, like with all the things that I did, looking back to it, it brought me exactly where I am right now and what I need. Like, I even studied finances in between, and like, there used to be this whole conflict of, I still have that conflict with Mars. don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but essentially, looking back at it, there's always something that I gain from it Or learn from it in the process of What I'm doing in that moment So it's like, cause especially Like when you, when you study like big fields Like I don't know, biology Psychology, stuff like that You have like up to 6 years if not longer Of studying, but if along the way You realize this is not what you're doing Or like what you want to do in life That's okay, you know And like people are so driven about like Oh my god, so wh- why did you Quit this? And it's like, it's People of like in this society people often see like, Oh, so you're a quitter. But sometimes you don't quit because like you're not you're not strong enough or like you're not brave enough or you're not smart enough. It's because on the way you realize there is something that I wanna do in that direction, but it might not be that direction that I'm currently on and that's okay.
0: Also as as you said, there are studies like veterinary medicine would have cost me six years and I realised in the first year that At the end of this path I I don't see myself anymore It doesn't mean that I don't love animals And I support um, Rights for animals and animal health As much as I can But it just meant that I Couldn't see myself going in this direction anymore And I don't think that um, The right path to like Oh you just have to do it to be successful Like are you really successful If you waste six years of your life Doing something that makes you miserable, because I don't think, and I think success should also be defined about your own mental health and about how happy you are. Absolutely, hundred percent
1: agreeing. Um, so, what's the greatest thing about
0: acting for you? I think I already like started that part a bit with you can you can just play pretend again. It's just you, you're just this child, which is incredibly hard as an adult, partially because you have all those like. Um, In school we called it the superior me Which is basically your society Conform brain that always tells you I can't do this, this is inappropriate But on stage It's like, who cares And I think that's so great Because you can experience so many things You wouldn't or do things You shouldn't In a safe space where there are no consequences After and there's nothing No one really gets hurt or anything But you can just go and investigate those instincts and those all those facets of being a human and all those things that you think you're not but basically what makes us us is that we put limitations on what we are who we are because that's our personality and if you take those limitations away you can just suddenly because that's things like oh I would never do that but you play a character that would do that and I'm sure that everyone can find those things inside of themselves which doesn't mean you're a bad person but it's just it's something you can investigate and play with and it's just fantastic because in acting it's just the thing of okay and now I step out of it and now I'm just me again and I'm just this nice wholesome person or or oh, I am this relatively calm person while I just had a really passionate outbreak on stage or in front of the camera in the volume. And I think that's fun and and just fantastic because suddenly sometimes you step out of it and you're like, Whew, I didn't know I got that in me, but here it is.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you so much for sharing this. Um what's something you want to tell other actors out there?
0: I think probably be kind. It's the thing of this business is already incredibly hard And now more so than ever And it it costs you nothing to be respectful And kind to other people And just If you are successful It doesn't make you more valuable As a human being than others And other people's success on the other hand Doesn't make you less valuable It's just It's very hard in an industry That basically you get judged for how you look and for who you are to still try to stay grounded and just just respect others and just help if you can. You don't have to tell your secrets, all your secrets to everybody, but it's just point people in the right directions, be nice, be kind. Um, it really costs you nothing except for maybe two minutes. Absolutely, I agree with that. Um... It's so essential that we help each other,
1: rather than making these barriers by, tra- like, diving into this weird elitism of, oh, because now I'm on Hollywood or because now I reach this kind of level, I can't talk to you anymore. Like, we've all like we all started somewhere. We all started somewhere from scratch, and like, to this day, <laughs> to the future, I promise you guys, I will try everything to keep this conversation going when it comes to artists supporting artists because it's so relevant like we already have like... the society like sometimes doesn't give a shit about artists in all kinds of forms like we always... like we already fight society why would we fight each other, right? like we should be there for each other and like support each other and there are still crucial people in the industry out there, you know, that discriminate others or uh, shit shit down on others um and stuff like that in in a sense of like I'm better than you and like it's time to break the cycle and like be better than that and yeah support each other.
0: Yeah, I think I mean obviously it's it's a childish illusion to say it's not competition but you know you don't have to be rude and mean to you can have friendly competition and it's the thing of if you if you connect to people and if you value your colleagues and rivals honestly it's it's much nicer because even if someone gets the job that's not you you can just appreciate that you know okay that's a person who does really great work and i know they put a lot of effort into this and they deserve this and it's just different than to just being bitter all the time because you think oh i'm so great and i should have got this it's it doesn't benefit you and it doesn't benefit anyone else
1: absolutely agreeing. Is there any actor or uh, person in that scene that you want to meet or work with?
0: I was thinking about this question a lot because I was like, ooh, who would I pick? Because there are obviously a lot of great actors out there. But you know, since it's come up recently again, I think I would love to meet and maybe do a project at some point in the future if this ever happens with Christoph Waltz. Because I would just live for like the Austrian double trouble. Yeah. I just, I just love um, that even when he's so great with languages and everything, but he still has this tiny bit of a central Austrian in him whenever he plays something, and I just love it so much. And I just think it it would be fantastic to have a conversation with him or just have a tiny conversation on stage or on screen with him. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a great person. Good choice. Good choice. Let's talk about motion capture because that's something that you're also into, and go with and stuff. So tell me more about it. Like it's obviously another aspect of acting. So go for it.
0: Well, it's for me. It's it's the thing of I absolutely love video games and and animation and things like that. And I think um, motion capture is such an incredible technology, and we're so lucky that it's it's been developed by by some amazing programmers and, and developers in that direction in the last few years. Um, I kind of stumbled into it. I was aware that it was a thing, but coming f- from Austria where that is not really, I, I think it's not that much acknowledged as a part of acting because we just don't have as many motion capture studios or something. and. and Obviously, this kind of like making video games—it exists in Austria, but it's not as big an industry as in other parts. And I, when I came to London, I was obviously interested in it, but I don't think I had the thing of I'm going out now and getting motion capture jobs. But then I went to a voiceover workshop and uh, got to meet someone from the game industry who was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm working." Um, On games but I also wanted to do some voice acting stuff because if we need to voice a character then I could do it as well and stuff and he was talking about motion capture as well and I was like oh cool Uh, where do you do that and then he told me the workshop and I was like oh I might just you know write them even though the workshops are always sold out and then he wrote me back I was like oh you are lucky someone just um, cancelled and we have a space for you in two weeks and I was like My wallet is crying, but I will say yes. And the fun thing is, I even met him again at the workshop, because apparently the workshop he booked was exactly the one someone jumped out of. So um, we were meeting, I was like, you again. And I think I just really fell in love with it over that weekend, because motion capture has such a fantastic blend of theatre and film. Because if you're in the volume, it's basically like being on stage but you don't always have to play it big because if you are doing full performance capture, which means it's also your face and voice and everything, you have the head-mounted camera so you can play like you're in front of a, of a camera for film or TV and it just, it feels so natural to be in the volume and on the other hand obviously everything is just grey, you You're in this very sexy gray suit (laughs) and you get like gray boxes as things that is like yeah this is a tree now and while some are like oh but that's so difficult it's like i mean on one hand but on the other hand it's like we're big children and if you put me like if you give me 15 um, wooden blocks in different sizes and you say this is your environment play with it you're just going to do something and suddenly you're like, oh, this is a treasure chest and, oh, this is a, this is a tree I can climb. Oh, this is this and that. And you just get so many ideas and you just run around playing. And it's, I f- think the volume is especially freeing in that sense that you just have so much space and so much creative space as well to just go out and play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for sharing this because um, I think, like I think it's cool and essential that we talk more about motion capture and things like that. Um, and another aspect that you also do, uh, voice acting.
0: So tell yes. me more about that. I feel voice acting is something that, um, I mean, as motion capture is just another part of acting, and I feel like it's people are always I don't know why uh, people always ask in the beginning, oh, do you more want to do film or theatre? It's like you have to choose a side, and I'm like. Both It's like the thing of I mean I don't have the luxury to get Or like that many jobs To be like I only do theatre now And it's good if you specialise in something But I feel It just depends on the job I've had amazing theatre jobs That I really loved But I also love genres Like sci-fi and and fantasy Things that you don't really get that much on stage But more in, in film Or like video games Um, and voice acting is just something I mean since you already you learn how to speak properly I love drama school it just teaches you all the basics of how to walk normally how to breathe how to talk and I actually at some point after drama school I won a workshop just by pure chance with a voice actor from Germany who's been living and working in LA for nine years and It was so fun, because he just didn't only do like the commercials which can be fun and which are also really cool to do but he just did things with us where he was like here, have a list of barks and barks are basically these things of where you have characters just screaming in battles or just being like, oh, careful, a bomb and stuff or it's like, oh, you get acid splashed in your face and you start screaming or you get shot in the leg and then it's like, oh, now you get shot in the arm and you just start doing something just to make it different. And it's like, <laughs> apparently this is how I scream when I get shot in the arm and this is how I scream when I get shot in the leg. And it's it's just hilarious. Um, or what we also did was like, um, because apparently in a lot of the big Hollywood movies, when you have fight scenes, they um, re-record like the battle grunts and stuff like that. Mm. So they basically... Um, we had a scene between um, Black Widow and Hawkeye When they were uh, fighting each other And basically you're standing in front of this microphone And you're just trying to half-ass uh, Do the choreography with them To get a feeling of how you would Do that grunt and stuff So you're just throwing your hands around and in front of a microphone and you're just doing like ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious and when you imagine you do that for a day and get paid really well for that I'm like hell yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that sounds fun and um yeah I think what you said is also so essential like um I mean it's it's nice when some actors have the idea right away like I just want to be on stage that's great if you if that's your passion go for it i think the other essential thing is like you know acting has so much variety when it comes to like you know often people like you know i think the most thing what people associate is like stage or film but like it goes beyond that it goes into like you know voice acting for games or like commercials you can uh do motion capture you can like even for videos and stuff so like it, there's like such a variety when it comes to acting and it's amazing that you like get to explore these things and like uh, it's, I think it's also so great that there's so much variety you know like um, just as an opportunity to uh, have these different experiences because as you said like with sci-fi and fantasy if I think of like I don't think I've even seen a fantasy or sci-fi production on stage or something like that I've seen horror productions but nothing where I would... I mean, uh, okay, Harry Potter class child is Fair. kind of that one thing um, which goes into, I guess, fantasy then, uh, which was amazing when it comes to uh, the, the whole stage effects. I'm not talking about the storyline here. <laughs> um,
0: ooh, shade. Ooh, um,
1: but yeah, uh, it's... Like, obviously, you're gonna have much more variety in like film or like for games because
0: fantasy and sci fi is a big thing there. I mean, I think it's completely fine if you're, for example, oh, I'm, I'm more of a musical actor because it's good to know where you fall on the spectrum or yeah. what direction you wanna go in. But I feel like I just don't wanna limit myself too much because I know I do a lot of stage combat, I go a lot of that direction, which also benefits me for wanting to do motion capture more and stuff. But it's the thing of, I still feel I don't want to limit myself in the sense of if, if a job comes along or an audition comes along that is in a medium that I don't usually go for that much and it's still a pretty cool project, I wouldn't say no just because it's on stage or in front of the camera and stuff like that. And I think that's just something people should keep in mind to just be flexible.
1: Mm-hmm. Wonderful! Thank you so much for all these insights. We're now moving on to a bit of a, like. Personally, I'm more excited about <laughs> this part because <laughs> we're kind of part of this together. Um. Yeah. So why I called Jedi Knight is um kind of a thing in a sense because we're part of the Silver Sabers Academy, and yeah, let's. I'll give you the stage on that. Like, let's let's talk about that. Um, and give the. The listeners a bit of an insight. What what's that? What what it is about?
0: Yeah, the 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 Jedi Knight title is not just for um, shits and giggles. Um, I mean, I guess I'm still learning a lot. That's also why I don't call myself a Jedi master. I feel like I'm still missing twenty years of training for that. But yeah, the Silver Sabers Combat Academy is basically a martial arts academy, which is also, I think, since last year acknowledged by the British Council of Chinese Martial Arts because it is based on a lot of different things uh, for example um, Tai Chi, um, the Wu style Tai Chi and the 8 spheres of combat I mean that's also all fancy stuff to say that we are basically um, training in LED so lightsaber combat but. While we wave around glowy sticks to get people's attention, and it also worked with me because I'm a moth. I see light, and I'm like ooh. Um, <laughs> so I kind of stumbled into this one, and I was like, oh yeah, I love like stage combat and stuff like that, and I love Star Wars. But it's so much more. It's just it's I. It honestly changed my life because the whole principles of Tai Chi. Um, it just it just gives you a different quality of life because it's not just learning how to wave glowy sticks around which I mean you could also do it with swords it's it's not just like you're learning just sword fighting but you're learning very very important tools to just help yourself with the stress of modern day's world um you just Learn meditating in a way you don't usually do it. Um, I remember one time, I think our teacher said something like, Oh, I mean, yes, you can sit down and meditate and put your incense on and stuff, but if a guy with a sword breaks through your door, your meditation is over. And the thing is, what we are learning is to find a meditation in the most stressful situations. That when basically someone would come at you or attack you, or someone Um, Gets hurt and you need to be quick and do something that you don't fall into a panic and freeze up or run away, but that you Take a breath and you center yourself in the thing of okay, I can focus I can do this and If I need to I can cry and break down afterwards But now I need to be present and deal with the situation without losing my shit and that's been absolutely invaluable for me, and I feel that that has literally saved my life last year. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, going wow. off on a complete tangent. Here. No, wow. It's it's. Um, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of chats about uh, the academy and what we do and stuff. Um, but it's to kind of like relive that, and now since I'm. Like since last year I've started this And like honestly I can so agree on that Because I couldn't have started it on a better time Like I started it before lockdown happened And all of the pandemic in 2020 And coming from someone That has always done like very high endurance driven sports like handball, football, swimming, dancing, like I've never done anything like that. I was always like, you know, the runner, (laughs) the one that has adrenaline and energy and all of that. And um, I remember that V just took me on into the first class and it was this thing of like, yeah, I might as well, you know, just get along. And it hit me because the first lesson was me nearly passing out. And um, to be honest, looking back at it, I think it's such a that was the crucial part for me what why I even got into it because when at that time when I started, my anxiety levels were over the roof. Um I was going through quite a tough time mentally and what I realized that day was like holy moly, you need to de- you need to do work that's connecting your body again cuz as i said i've never done this before and like any like i've never meditated i've never done any yoga i've never done any tai chi in that direction like i knew about it i've seen it i know people who did martial arts and stuff and like at that time i wasn't even realizing how deep it was i was just like you know (laughs) similar to me uh oh there's a lightsaber Mm,
0: nice (laughs) um
1: and i guess it's kind of this thing you know obviously if you love star wars and if you have that kind of like connection that's how you get in but to be honest, like it's so much more for me than now than just picking up the saber like along the way you learn so much about yourself and the first lessons that I've learned were that I had so many issues inside my body and was basically not connected to my body at all. And like there were lessons where it felt like I'm kind of going through therapy right now, but it was it all kinda is. Yeah, it, kinda it, is. it was
0: all this good like it's it's not this thing of like you don't talk about the thing is you don't it's not a talking therapy but it's a thing of recognizing because uh, what you find out sometimes is that your mental issues just manifest into something bodily Mm -hmm. and then you suddenly find out okay this is where my body just rebels when I do something and just starts acting up and instead of um, talking about it or re-traumatizing yourself by picking a topic up that You maybe are not ready to talk about yet But instead of being like Okay, there's an issue I hear you That is what it is But we need to relax now And then you go from the other direction And you just find such a comfort And such a peace in your body That kind of helps you mentally as well It obviously, it takes ages It takes a long time This is not a thing that has shortcuts or anything You need to do the work And you need to endure a lot of pain to get there (laughs) It's your... It's a lot of muscle pain and a lot of um, arguing, basically with your body of being like, legs. I know you can hold me. This is literally your one job. Please just quit your screaming and just hold.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so essential it is to say that there are no shortcuts. Like, I like when I signed up or when I joined, I was not aware of like how deep my body problems were actually rooted Um, it only came to me like I would say like half a year later uh, when I realized this is kind of like end game you know like if you're not gonna do the work now you're gonna have serious issues and for me three things were essential like one of the things I always like it was breathing like just breathing itself my back and then also my hip part um, which comes and this is A slight trigger for anyone who is not comfortable of listening to this kind of stuff. I had a certain situation around my hips which comes from sexual sexual abuse and harassment. So I wasn't aware of that until I did certain parts of the training. And then... (laughs) Like I remember I, I was training with V together and I had this kind of like light bulb moment of... I never talked about this, like I never talked about this until that And like that, that lesson just changed, changed that life moment for me. Cause I was like, I didn't realize how deeply connected this was in my body until I came to these certain tasks that I had to do. And then you suddenly like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, and it's so like, this is the amazing thing about like, Because it comes from a Tai Chi and, like, martial arts background. So it's, like, obviously at the end of the day, it's so cool to hold your own saber and, like, to have that kind of, like, you know, nerdy nerdy fact to it. But at the end of the day, what we just said, we are learning things that are essential for our life. Like, throw me into a, like, you know, wild situation now. And I might be able to survive just because of what I'm learning there. And this Mm -hmm. is so essential and crucial. And also, like, to understand your body, because I until i started the training i wasn't even aware how uncomfortable i was to a certain extent with my own body like i kind of just piled it down on a lot of layers and wasn't aware and what we said like there's no shortcut it's gonna come up like it's gonna come up and the amazing part in that is that once you deal with that in that training or like in the moments or tasks or whatever you go through you get better and you get like you go ways that i wasn't able or capable or aware of that I could do that with my body or like just mentally or mindset wise and like it's been round about like a bit over a year for me and I can already see the progress because last year as well um both of us, obviously you more than me, (laughs) went through some messed up shit with our bodies and on my part it was definitely my back like I got to this point where I couldn't breathe anymore like in a sense of like Whenever I had a breath Or took a breath It was this part of like My body really hurts And I didn't understand Where that was coming from Also thanks to our teacher On that point For fixing my bag On that <laughs> one lesson It was quite painful But it was necessary <laughs>
0: um, um, Generally a big big shout out To Fass Who yes. is uh, one of the founders Of the Silver Savers Combat Academy And um, our Jedi Master And um especially on the topic of difficult health situations I mean I guess I'm gonna put a trigger warning here for um, topics relating to cancer because um, last year I ended up in hospital because of chest pain and I already I I knew that like breathing and like my chest always was a problem in training um, which I always attributed to my anxiety which is probably what it was but at this point it I just ended up in hospital had a CT and they found a giant growth in my chest that was pressing on my lungs and my heart which made it difficult to breathe um and i obviously they were like oh we don't know what it is and you have to stay in hospital now which i really didn't want to day <laughs> um and i honestly can't say um if i would have been able to deal with the situation as well as i did If I didn't have already One and a half year of training with the Silver Sabres Also big shout out again to Faz, Who I basically called From hospital crying being like I don't know what to do And I also remember It's so ridiculous because I was sitting in this hospital bed Crying whenever a nurse was like How are you? And I was just like "Uh, uh, uh." Because how was I? I don't know I was really shit in that moment And then I wrote Faz. I was like do you have time for a phone call? And he was like, oh, I'm doing something right now. Is it urgent? And I was like, no. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) I was like, on one hand, yes, it's urgent because it's like a really shitty situation. But on the other hand, I was like, I'm sitting in this hospital bed. I'm not going anywhere. So it's not really urgent. (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) I was like, no, it's fine. (laughs) But yeah, um... I think it's, um the academy and just the whole thing is it's a fantastic um combination of teaching you the tools to deal with uh, those situations that you don't think you're prepared for and also it's I mean it's not sugarcoating anything it's like things are harsh and also um the conversation I had in that moment with our teacher was not the thing of um Just only being patted on the head And being like oh it's gonna be fine But it's the thing of So we don't know what it is um, So what So you can I had to be in the hospital for the whole weekend Until I get the biopsy Because they don't do biopsies on the weekend And obviously I had to end in hospital on Friday Um, So I had two options I had the option to Go completely crazy And um, just Fucking despair basically In those three days of waiting and just completely lose myself in being um, desperate and already giving up. Or I could just try to hold on and just be like, okay, it's a shit situation. I don't know what it is, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just a simple thing or if it's something bigger. And obviously I had moments where I had to like deal with the thought of, okay, this could kill me." Um, But somehow That talk and just this thing of Okay I can Now make it worse By making myself more sick By completely freaking out over the weekend Or I can just Try to stay as Calm and as I don't know how to say that I think it's Because I wasn't relaxed obviously And I was still uh, And it's still okay to be Like I cried I cried a lot But it's the thing of I didn't go over in my head constantly telling me it's the worst thing. I just, I think what, for me, I was just refusing to call it cancer for a long time because I didn't know if it was, so I wouldn't call it that. So it was just a thing that it's just a medical issue and it just helped me to um, get to the point where when I got my diagnosis and they were like, yeah, it's cancer, but it's very well treatable. I was like, nice. (laughs) because. I had the, I had those moments where I was like, okay, this could kill me. So I kinda, I mean, there are a lot of things I still want to do, like plenty of things. And there are obviously people I don't want to leave in a way. And, but it's the thing of when I was told, yeah, this is going to be a shit six months, but you're going to survive. I was like, nice. I can take that. (laughs) That is a lot better than what my mind told me, because I was like, Trying to tell me like, it's nothing Dick's just gonna, like, you have a bit of surgery Then it's gone And uh, obviously the other side of my brain Being like, oh, it's gonna kill you It's gonna just Fuck you up Um, And it was in the middle It was just the thing of, oh, it's gonna be shit But you're gonna survive, so here you go And Thanks to all of the Kind of meditation, I guess Of that mindset and of That support I got from that corner as well I was able to deal with it quite well I mean it's obviously still it was a hard topic and it was hard six months but um, here I am and I'm not quite officially cancer free because I still have to do a lot of checkups the next years but um, it's gone I'm done with treatment and I'm feeling great again
1: Wow thank you so much for that input like that (laughs) went
0: really deep but I like this is you know
1: I think It's so amazing that we have the space here To talk about these things like that And um, yeah to wrap it up In the essential part As you see like And this is something that is so crucial We're not perfect And like there's this I don't know sometimes people think like You know successful people are very like You know they are always happy They are always super healthy They are always (laughs) um, Super I don't know what Super super duper And we're at the end of the day just humans trying to figure our life out in many aspects and going through the same shit that you do in a sense like obviously not with every aspect but as we like as i mentioned like V obviously went through a lot of shit i went through a lot of shit you not always see that because you know um i tend to also not share my problems (laughs) unless it's with my circle of trust but that's also Um, a
0: thing i i very deliberately chose to be very open about the situation because of i don't know sometimes i just get the feeling because i don't mind people knowing such things and i feel like being open on my part might give other people the confidence and the safe space to be open about their own things But obviously some people just don't like to do that, some people just work differently and if I wouldn't have told people, even with my bald head, people wouldn't have assumed that I had cancer and went through cancer treatment at the time. So you don't know what people go through and it's just this this sense of just, again, be kind and be respectful and don't assume that just because people show a lot of great things on social media, that's... All their life is there are ups and downs for everyone we're all human
1: yeah exactly and like it's so inspirational to hear that you also spoke up about it because you know uh, I try to be more open about mental health myself and like but it's sometimes i I recently realized that when I got diagnosed with um, a contact dermatitis I've been dealing with this uh, for I think it's like around right about a month now and it's gotten much better now because I got finally the right medicine and stuff um, but it's you know it starts with things like that where you're like know I'm gonna be fine fa- I'm gonna be fine why should I like you know why should I like talk about this with someone like I, it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like no you know what like your hands are swollen You can't walk <laughs>
0: And like you're not okay right now It's and also sometimes you You just need to like let it out Sometimes yeah. it's just nice to be heard And you yeah. don't really need someone to give you Advice or anything but it's just the thing of This is really annoying right now and it really Makes it hard for me to live my daily Life so I just need to put this out there Please just listen Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's
0: alright it's fine yeah. uh, And I'm pretty sure Friends are always happy to listen to you Yeah And to to be there, to just... I mean, obviously, if you go through stuff yourself And you say, I don't have the mental capacity right now That's fine as well But there will always be people who are ready to listen And it's just... Just don't eat everything up Just talk to someone There are people there who will listen And who will be there for you And there are people who going through... The similar or same things you do um and if we talk about like professional stuff you will you always learn from from people that have more experience so why not also mental health it's i mean obviously therapy should be a lot more available than it is and a lot more affordable but still for for even if it's not like a giant mental issue But there are people who will understand what you're going through And I think it just makes it easier to not feel alone Absolutely,
1: 100% And um, one thing that I've learned with like just this recent diagnosis Is um, don't feel like you're dramatic about what you feel or anything Like what you feel is valid to your truth So if you... like. Even if it's just, you know, a cough or something like that And it makes you feel really shitty because you're a singer And you can't sing right now because your throat is
0: burning, hurting or whatever um, Pain is not a competition yes, Just because you're in pain doesn't mean that someone else's pain is less worth Or just because someone is worse off Because it's a thing of, obviously, um, I had cancer last year, which was shit But just because I had cancer doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be like Oh um, this is really depressing that my hands hurt so much that I can't really do much especially you're a writer you use your hands a lot so it's it's not just because I have like it's stupidly said objectively speaking have it worse <laughs> it doesn't mean that your pain isn't valid yeah yeah absolutely um. I think there was this I saw once I don't know who it's from there was this nice illustration from like a really small dog and a really tall dog and then the water was standing uh, up to the small dog's neck while it was barely like grazing the other dog's legs and I think that's a really good like metaphor Mm -hmm. because people have different capacities for different things so you can't always judge how someone is doing just from a very easy outside perspective
1: absolutely 100 percent. and like the essential thing to wrap this up is also you know even if you see someone having a good day on instagram or something like that a day has 24 hours you can have a good morning and then you find something out by midday and your day changes into a really shit you know situation mentally or something like that so and like it's this weird idea that society sometimes brings that you know Happy people are just happy Or like <laughs> Successful people are just happy Or <laughs> I don't know It's just That's not how the world works And um To wrap this up And coming back to the silver sabers here Yeah the training Because we went
0: off on the tent Yeah <laughs> I'm so sorry I keep babbling about all <laughs> kinds of things
1: No 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 It's good that we have these conversations You know Especially like From what you've been through This is so Like I cannot say this enough But mental health Is not talked about enough Like we wouldn't be here trying to f- to fight for a bigger understanding of mental health If it would be talked about enough mm-hmm. uh, We're still in that society where, you know, white supremacy it, and toxic masculinity Also the thing are with the thing. pandemic
0: is like, oh, suddenly people are more depressed It's like, no we We've don't. always been depressed People always have been depressed <laughs> They just were able to hide it in your, like, 60-hour work week Because you could just hide behind a yeah. lot of other things Just people suddenly had the time to... Focus on themselves Yeah, and that's,
1: that's one crucial thing that you learn With the sabers you know you learn Stillness and yeah. stillness Is If you master
0: stillness you can Master a lot of things and like it's the Especially stillness In all kinds of situations It's as, as we already Said this thing of Finding this quiet place In yourself that makes you able to Work through tough things because you are present, instead of turning into an animal that's fight, flight, or freeze. And instead of going for these three basic instincts, when when your adrenaline kicks off, you can just take a breath, or take three breaths if you need three breaths, and just go in the situation and just deal with it like a boss.
1: Absolutely, um, so yeah, once more Shout out to the Silver Sabers I will put all the links and info in there So if you want to join us Yes, because on- our
0: online classes Are going up soon to be open For the general public So even though it's locked down You can just take a broom handle or something at home And just get cracking Also the Tai Chi part is literally that part Where you don't need saber
1: right away and it's the essential tools that you need when it comes to picking up the sabre. So there's no excuse you can't join.
0: There are there are a lot of people in the classes who have very small rooms in London and we can all do it so you can too. Yes,
1: yes. Right, we're moving on to a section called The Total Truth. Oh no (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited about this part because this is the part where my guest has the chance to tell three truths up to three truths. What is true to them? I'm not gonna comment it it's just it's just gonna be out there. Maybe it's your truth maybe it's it's my truth deep down as well, but yeah, it's just the part where my guest has the chance to say whatever they want to say, and I'm just not gonna say anything. But
0: the only thing is if you have uh you have to say something if I go off on giant tangent, <laughs> yeah. and make this podcast three hours long. um but yeah, I think um I wrote a few things down, so I think the first one is probably gonna be your body weight isn't linked to your fitness and skills as much as people want you to believe. Because, for example, I've never been the thinnest person, but I've always been able to kick ass. And I've seen people much thinner and considered more healthy than I am that were a lot less fit. And I've seen people much heavier than I am that can do a freaking backflip that I can't. So society needs to stop this nonsense of making you feel like you're automatically unhealthy because you don't have a fucking six-pack and that's the one then um, the second one is probably art doesn't always have to be deep and meaningful because sometimes you just want to paint a blue window and sometimes i just enjoy looking at a painting of a blue window without being like it's blue the artist was very melancholic and wanted to die instead i'm like oh it's a blue window that's nice And it's the same thing with books and movies because sometimes I just want to watch things explode on the TV I just want to watch the Transformers but sometimes it's not about a deep story sometimes it's just about having fun and that's alright so creating these things and consuming these things doesn't make you less intelligent or less sophisticated because I think a quote I don't know the exact quote but it's this thing of um, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it will always be a moron and it's the thing of if you judge like an action movie by its great and deep and meaningful dialogue it will always be a shit movie but if you judge an action movie by the fight scenes then it's gonna be fantastic so enjoy whatever you whatever gives you joy and don't let anyone tell you that you are an idiot because you do and then i have another one which kind of comes a bit into this is you aren't stupid because you don't know things we all have things that we don't know the only thing that makes you stupid is if you refuse to learn and if you refuse to acknowledge facts and instead decide to oppress and endanger others with your not knowledge
1: Woo! Wow I love all of these Mic (laughs) drop Thank you so much for this input Oh man this is by far my favorite section Of the podcast (laughs) Like, I can't wait to hear more truths from anyone in the future Let the haters come for me (laughs) Yeah obviously uh, (laughs) Before (laughs) this is also the part If you like you know agree disagree Feel free to open discussions with us About it we're curious to hear Um we're moving on to fire questions Oh god <laughs> um, Yeah I'm just gonna start right away And see where this is goes Okay uh, this is gonna be a mix of uh, A bit of like weapons uh, Star Wars and Yeah that's pretty much it So let's go sling or dagger Dagger Ooh, interesting I wasn't sure because You know with Blacktail and everything I Yeah tried. I really
0: love slings but also uh, like
1: Sharp and pointy yeah, point. Okay <laughs> Uh, normal axe or one handed sword.
0: <laughs> Brain goes beep uh, um um uh, one handed sword I guess. I'm more a sword person, I feel. Okay. Mesa double axe. Double X. Mm. You can wield the Okay. Two handed. <gasps> tai Chi or Yoga? Tai Chi. Mm, yeah. That's just, uh, absolutely. I've done yoga. I've done yoga for years. It never gave me what Taiji gives me. Just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Darth Maul or Grievous?
0: Grievous. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where everyone gets start feeling uncomfortable. Remember my words from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Both have a good uh, a good thing of Master Kenobi. So oh, it's really hard. Oh no. Um. Yeah. This is where I pick pick these. Mm. I think Darth Maul I really love Grievous And his style With all his uh, Full lightsabers But uh, But oh, I don't know I feel like Darth Maul Still has a thing of If I wanted someone On the dark side To teach me It would probably be him While Grievous Is more like the buddy You go and have a drink with If you're on the bad side
1: <laughs> I just love that episode Where he's, where Ventress takes over And he's like oh, I'm in charge And then she's like Yeah You're not And then, he, <laughs> then he's like Oh uh do you still need my help?
0: love <laughs> 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 oh, just Ventress. I love her. She's great. it's
1: just like, it's so funny to me because the whole time you see Grimmie is like, oh, I am the big one here. Like, my army of droids. And then Ventress comes along and he's like, ah, oh, mom? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. Okay. Chancellor Satine or Padme Amidala? Satine. Mm.
0: Mm, mm. Sorry. As Satine it's <laughs> just wins. We love Satine. Uh, so we or... Yeah, Luca Leia Skywalker. I know that one is just Leia. I think it's Leia. Yeah. I'm sorry, Luke. I still love Luke, but I. We stand a princess, a queen, a general. She's she's just a force of nature. Mm. Ahsoka Tano or Ventress? Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no!
1: We're coming closer To the part Where she feels Now uncomfortable Being here
0: (laughs) I'm torn I love Ahsoka She's my baby But Ventress Mm. I'm sorry I think I have to Take Ventress I Mm. love Ventress Mm. I'm so sorry It is a
1: mean part Like I was I was thinking Of like You know Who couldn't Who Because both Are so unique Characters And power women So I was like Ooh, who am I gonna put it, the opposite It's about? also,
0: I feel like both have a very ambiguous storyline because mm. obviously Venture starts on the dark side, but there are also a lot of stories where she's somehow helping the Jedi as well and also going back to the Night Sisters and stuff. And with Ahsoka, it's the whole thing of everything is falling apart, so she kind of goes into a more gray Jedi direction, which is. They both have such Intriguing storylines And they're both Amazing characters so It's really hard But I just really love Ventress as well
1: <laughs> <laughs> Awesome Favourite Star Wars movie Ooh.
0: Hard I feel like Biased as I am I feel like Everything that has Obi-Wan in it <laughs> 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 Um, Yeah I think that's a That's a very weird Answer to give for this But uh No, it's
1: it's a fair point to be honest. Like picking just one favorite movie in this universe is. I know people don't like the sequels
0: as much, but it has Obi Wan (laughs) and Qui Gon.
1: (laughs) Has Obi Wan? Yeah, the. I mean, it's, like, because. There's so much out there now, Um, like I would always put the old movies over the new ones, definitely hundred percent. Even though I I love uh, some of the new characters that we got, and but then we have Rogue One. But then we have Rogue One oh, yeah. And like Rogue One is a If I would have to pick like top three or something Rogue One would be one of these
0: movies I guess I think Rogue One um, Except for the few plot hole things that happened uh, It's actually quite a solid movie And I think they gave us a really Nice female main character Which is something I will always appreciate
1: Also not directly <coughs> driven around
0: Romance and stuff Which I think is quite refreshing I just love the moment where it's um, like Where you think oh this is the moment where she's just gonna give up her goal and go check on him because he's the supposed love interest and instead of checking on him she's like okay if he's dead he's dead if he's gonna be okay he's gonna be okay without me but I need to do this and she turns around and she just does it and I'm like
1: bless Mm. exactly exactly a favorite set of characters from the franchise I say set because I think it's really hard to pick just one favorite character in the
0: universe so a so, uh, couple of favorite characters from Star Wars. Mm. I mean, Obi-Wan is always on top there, which is just... The, the
1: Holy top. Obi! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy <laughs> Obi! Um, I think Qui-Gon is probably also one, I've already since it's in the questions, like, Ventress is also a great character, and I also really love Darth Maul. But to be honest, uh, there are so many characters that are fantastic, and I think also, like, the new Mandalorian has great characters. Uh,
1: this is the way!
0: Yes! Uh, I think I mean I think something that that Star Wars sometimes does is give you a lot more great characters in the series and in the books than in the main films. Um, obviously, there's still great characters in the main films as well, but uh, there's so much more diversity going on and so much more space for character development in shows and books. Um, and I'm going off on a tangent again, so yeah. I mean, I, I've listed <laughs> a few characters. There are tons more, probably. Um, yeah. but, uh, to be honest,
1: this is gonna like We're gonna talk a lot more about Star Wars In some episodes as well Because it's such a giant topic It's similar to Marvel This is not gonna be the last time you're gonna hear us talk about
0: Star Wars It's a great big universe
1: Exactly. Literally Literally, <laughs> Literally. Um, Right, last question If you had to choose an alliance in the universe Genesis, etc Who would it be? So that means, who would you be? Like, which, like where you come from, what you are, and which alliance would you like to pick?
0: Funnily enough, I think Mandalorian. Because I, I, I see mean, you there. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily like the whole. Because I know that in the new, um, he's he's from the Death Watch part, mm. and not necessarily like Death Watch, uh, but I think just because Mandalorians, especially the the ones with the best karma and everything, uh, they just generally they have such a such a great sense of community and just protecting each other and helping each other and also they respect women <laughs> um, and they're badass I mean I think they have they have skills and and a good society structure I mean obviously it changed a lot over the years but you know generally I feel Mandalorian would be my pick even though I love lightsabers No one says I can't be force sensitive While being a Mandalorian (laughs) 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 Cracking the system
1: Amazing Yeah, Thank you so much for your input on these questions There's only one Thank you so
0: much for making me suffer (laughs) This is why I'm here for
1: (laughs) Um, Last question Or like last topic of this podcast Before we wrap everything up Um, Worst and best zodiac sign
0: For me or in general The thing
1: it's up to you how you wanna answer this question.
0: <laughs> I think worst for me is probably um, Leo because I feel like a lot of people who gave me like grief in in the past were Leos. I think. I mean, I'm not I'm not, giantly uh, proficient with uh, zodiac signs, but I think. And uh, on the other hand, best is... uh, Yes, you will enjoy this. It's probably Gemini, because... Oh,
1: thank you! Finally someone said it! (laughs)
0: Because you you are Gemini. My girlfriend is Gemini. And my brother is Gemini. And I feel like I just pull them in. And they are just the people that are least draining and least exhausting for me. And that I just have a really good connection with. So... I'm going to play this on repeat whenever I feel shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Um, On this hand, I can say V is a lovely Virgo. And um, just a quick add note, Virgos and Gemini's work very well together. Like, I've got a couple of Virgos in my life. And I think it's one of the best baddest doers when it comes to to friendships as well. Because I think it's this, this, uh, this fact of, like, you know, Gemini energy, which is incredibly a lot. And then you have this organized Virgo structure of thinking that sometimes also like You sit down and take your break Okay, thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please eat something before you go train <laughs> Yeah,
1: and stuff like that So that works very well Thank you so much um, Yeah, we're coming to this end of the podcast episode Is there anything else that you would like to say? Um, wrap up anything you haven't
0: said yet? I'm just... Uh... Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This was a total joy and made my day definitely better Um, For everyone out there just um, Be kind be respectful um, Don't discriminate against people and just be there for each other especially in times like these just Check on your friends. Just reach out if you need it Um, reach out to us if you if you feel like you don't have anyone I think we are all happy to Just have a quick chat, um, just check in. Um, yeah, love and peace to everyone.
1: Love and peace, man. Love and peace. Love and peace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. This has been a ride. I really enjoyed having you here. Oh, it's probably
0: so long. It's it's probably so much material because I just keep talking. (laughs) To
1: be honest, like the best episodes are the ones that where I think like is this enough material? And then my guests
0: put me off anyway. So um, I always is, feel like I just can never make things short and concise. So I was like, no, I need to clarify this more. No, I need to make this more clear.
1: To be honest, there's just topics where I feel like if you don't like, there there needs to be the deep dive. You know, like we could all easily say like, join the saber Sabers, because we got l- lightsabers. Like, that's I it, mean, you know, like. But at the end, that's of the part day, of it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the bigger picture is much deeper than you might yeah. see just by, you know, us swinging some swords. So yeah, thank you so much for being here. This was another brilliant episode of Gigi and Sachi today with V, and we're gonna be back soon with more content on all kinds of things around the world. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you listen to this, and yeah, we're gonna keep cracking in the next episode. Bye! bye, bye if you can't get enough of us don't you worry we got social media for you to contact us to talk with us to have questions to raise questions and to raise your voice towards us GG, which is me you can find as Elsie Hamilton Arts on Instagram as well as literally Elsie Hamilton all around uh, the internet go to our site Series.com and you can also find extended social media contacts when it comes to ref series. Sagi, which is known as Apple, you can find on social media on Instagram under a certain name. We also drop the links in the description. Have fun, contact us and have a good day.